Oh. What? I was like looking at myself. I was like, there's something about me that just doesn't look the same as it normally does. I remembered I didn't put any mascara on today. Ah. Uh. Yeah. These are, these are nude lashes. I, I made us a nice new graphic right up here. You can't see it, but it's uh, showing all of our handles and everything. It's a, oh. it's, a little, it's a little banner that fades to our, our different handles, and I also, also put UPF World up there. It's a project of ours. It counts. Yeah. Alright, so Impact Wrestling. That happened today. You didn't, you didn't say welcome. Oh, welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. I'm your host, Liz, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Marcus. Marcus. That's me. So yeah, Impact Wrestling. Um, very fun show. Half of it was very fun. The other half was it. It was fine. It wasn't boring. It was uh, a show. Yeah, it was. It, it was an. It was better than a regular Impact show. Um, especially in like the last half hour. Like the last half hour was chock full of a bunch of great stuff, and the first two matches even were great as well. Um, we got uh, Moose pulling a little Seth Rollins invading uh, Josh Alexander's home because he said, <laughs> "Why wait? Why couldn't he go to the Anthem office? He because it was closed." Okay. Oh yeah. So he just went to hand the hand the contract to Josh's wife, right? And yeah, God, God, Moose is such a damn good heel. He's so fucking compelling. Yeah, but also at the same time, like his excuse didn't make any sense. I was like, you were supposed to have this handed in by the end of the night, and you didn't. So. I don't think his excuse matters. What matters is that he sh- he showed up at. Josh's wife's house. I guess Josh's Josh's house. Josh's wife's house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she pays the bills. Julie. Julie? I think that's her name. Isn't that like Jade? Oh. Starts with a J. Uh, yeah, Jade Chung. What do I know? Who is also a pro wrestler. Yes, and a very pretty woman. Yeah. Um, God, that that was... I wouldn't say it was as good as when Seth invaded uh, Edge's home. Um, because no. Moose, Moose actually seemed like... He seemed like, like, I'm really sorry, like, I didn't want to do this. Like, more subtle in the, in the terrorizing. Yeah. Oh, I agree. He definitely seemed like he was like, oh, like, you know, this is just like, sort of like the guy like that's like on the side of the road and he's like, oh, my car broke down. Like, I'm, I hate to inconvenience you, you know? Yeah. yeah. Or, or like the, the mobster who shows up at the business and is like, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to want my protection. You never know what's going to happen. Sorry to bother you. And then suddenly you get your hand cut off and you're like, how did this happen? <laughs> or break through your window. Or, or, Josh speared in front of his wife. 
<laughs> love I loved Josh's son playing up the camera though. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. He's gonna grow into a great pro wrestler. It's already learned from the best. You already hit a low blow on Josh. <laughs> Josh showed a video of that and said my career's over. <laughs> Am buried. <laughs> Uh, Alright, so what else happened? Chris Bay and Jay White versus Motor City Machine Guns. That was a fucking match, dude. It was a great match. Didn't love the ending, but it was, it was a I great match. I didn't the ending. The ending made sense. I think uh, tomorrow when we, when we go see Impact Live, which by the way, if you are uh, in South Philly near 2300 Arena, uh, we will be there for impacts uh south philly showdown i think they're calling it uh so come say hi yeah. we'll be at 2300 arena you won't know where we are yeah <laughs> we might be on tv so I might this. Time, so I'll be able to have a beer <laughs> um yeah also we're sitting on the same side that we were on um for ring of honor oh good so we might we might not need somebody to show us our seats yeah might yeah maybe um we're not we're we're gonna be to the left of hard cam because hard cam faces the ramp right that's why all those seats were sold out yeah um unlike the ring of honor or not ring of honor impacts different from a lot of other shows because they they have hard cam facing the ramp as opposed to the mass crowd yeah um well, let's see what else happened. Macklin versus Rhino. That was a very fun match. Um, Larry D versus Bupinder Gujar. That was pretty dece. Um, bu -bu -bu. Giselle Shaw versus Lady Frost versus Deanna Perrazzo in the Champ Champ Challenge. That was a pretty good match. Pretty, pretty good. Um... It was revealed that at Rebellion, uh, the tag titles would be put up in an eight-team eliminator. So, they're they're they've got an eight-team eliminator. They've got uh, uh, fucking uh, Ultimate X. They're pulling out all the stops with this show. Josh versus Moose. Um. We also had Jonah squash Zicky Dice. We had uh, Masha Slamovich squash Ari Alexander. Um, and then we had Matt Taven versus Josh Alexander. Which was a fantastic match. It wasn't my favorite, but yeah, I agree. Really? It wasn't your favorite? No. It was definitely my favorite. Spoilers for best bests of the night. Well, we're going to have a problem. All right. Um, so you want to talk about some news? Yeah, I'll talk about some news. Oh, real quick before we do that. Um, just to let everyone know, this weekend we will not be doing a regular uh, weekend recap. Instead, we will be doing our um, WWE 2K20 Battle of the Brands WrestleMania, the final uh, stream of 2k20 before we move on to 2k22 which will be happening or uh the the move will be happening on tuesday with our draft 
but see the conclusion to our first season of our Battle of the Brands. That will be this Sunday. Um, we don't have a time yet, but we will. Uh, follow us on Twitter. The handle is right there, actually. The handle's right there. Um, you can stay in tune from when we post a time. Yee yee. Alright, what That's news? What news? Huh. Um. Let's see. Not a ton of news, honestly. Um. Let's start with some WWE news because it's pretty much all. It literally is all WWE. 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 So WWE recently trademarked towards Smackadias. No, I saw that. I was very confused. I wasn't really sure what it was. I figured it was some kind of food service thing. It is brought to fans via Nextbite, which is a company that specializes in like um, places that have like a Grubhub presence but don't actually have like a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a virtual restaurant, and um, apparently, it's going to be offering quesadilla. Based options, um, and two, I believe, are called. One is called Chicken versus Ranch. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's got crispy chicken tenders, ranch, bacon, pepper jack cheese, avocado, and a side of ranch. Um, and then the spicy superstar, which has s- spicy serrano pepper, um, onion, pickled jalapeno relish, avocado, chihuahua cheese. Pepper jack cheese and a side of poblano queso. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Actually, sounds really. <laughs> so wait, how how do you get these? I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I think it's literally only in Dallas. Okay. Yeah, um, and I think it's for like WrestleMania weekend, which I think is a really cool idea, actually. Yeah, that's definitely a really cool it's idea. Far be it for me to compliment them, but I mean, WDE has has some good ideas every now and then. I'm blue, WDWDA. <laughs> um. Also, there's like talk that Roderick Strong isn't coming back from the UK. You see, I just think it's kind of fucking weird. I saw you mention this before, and I haven't seen anything about it. Uh, aside from you mentioning it. It's on WrestleTalk. Um, according to um, NXT UK's Twitter, Strong basically said in an interview that he's most excited to um, test himself against unfamiliar opponents and beating Ilya Dragunov to become the next NXT UK champion. Um, and at this point, it's not really obvious whether he's going to just have an extended NXT UK run or if he's just straight up not coming back. Huh. I I doubt he he's staying there for good. I'm sure. There's no way in hell that he's staying there. Yeah, he's probably. There can't be. He's got a child. I mean, the 
it seems like, because since he challenged Ilya Dragunov, it seems like that's going to happen to Stand and Deliver. That would only make sense. And it would be weird if they had that at Stand and Deliver, and, you know, he's, he went back. Unless he gets the title, which he might. That'd be pretty cool. Imagine. Um, I don't want to. I think that'd be cool. Um. So also, Titus O'Neil has made a point to say that he is not retired. Okay. Very good. Um. Sorry, there was more to that news, but I thought I heard the cat, and I didn't hear the cat, and now I'm just kind of creeped out. Um. Anyways. Um. He apparently is currently recovering from surgery. Hmm. Um, it was on his knees, so he's rehabbing that right now. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure that we were going to see him again anyways. Just because of how the WWE has been. Mm-hmm. Um... Also, it is now um, known that Biggie went is finally home from the hospital. Yeah, he posted a video update. Obviously, there's no news on that, mm. but um, but he seems to be doing well. He's in good spirits at the very least. He can walk around, which is good. But he's got a neck brace on. Got his legs. Yeah. Very, very big miracle that he didn't damage more. He didn't get yeah, paralyzed honestly. or anything. Also, um, um, Pete Dunne has his new Butch render for uh, the main roster. And he's got the hat on with the fucking bun still in the official render. So the hat is just like lumped up. Who thinks that looks he... good? Sorry, Butch. What? Oh, no, Pete, no, his dude. name's Pete. His name's Pete Dunn. Peter Dune. Peter Dune? Or Butch Dune. Butch Dunn. No. Butch Dunn. Um, also, WWE announced their brand new Performance Center recruits. Obviously, one of them is Roxy, which... In my opinion, it kind of sucks that she's a Performance Center person right now. I mean, eh, I but. I don't performance center people. I I think that just means you're like uh you're gonna be on like NXT in in a couple weeks. Mm. Um, I think she'll be great on NXT. By the way, she's gonna yeah. kill it. Um, I wonder if they're gonna let her keep Roxy. I doubt it. I really doubt it. And she'll probably be like Roxy something. But I don't think she's going to be rock hyphen C anymore. Yeah. What a shame. Had great moves. Yeah. Right to that name. She, she might keep the rock lock and all those rock moves. They better. They just won't have any reference anymore. <laughs> um, also, if there wasn't an ad in front of my face right now for Money in the Bank, I'd be able to read this more. Um, the other recruits are... I, okay, there we go. 
There are 14 other recruits. One is um, Fallon Henley. Uh, the other is Kayla Inlay, who trained at Flatbacks. Um, another is Joseph Skullthorpe, who was an offensive lineman for NCAA. Uh, fucking, yeah. Football? Yeah. Yeah. That's what a lineman does. Um, then we got Maddie Nisley who used to be Nikita Knight. Um, we've got another guy named Calix. C-A-L-Y-X. Um, Hampton, who is a former University of Oregon athlete who did acrobatics and tumbling, which actually might prove handy. He'll be, he'll be a male Dana Brooke. Yeah. Um... Then we've got Mitchell Lavalli, who was um, originally on the Indies as mother lover Jake Tucker. Sold. Um, I'm sold was... on him with that name. Yeah, alone. I know. How could you not be? <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's funny because like his picture, the picture that they have of him on here is just like him like saying like, <laughs> so it's, it's perfect. Um, but he was trained by Kane, Natalia, and Tyson Kidd, and Tom Pritchard. I think is a pretty good resume. Yeah. Um. Then we got Bianca Corelli, um, who is Santina Morella's daughter. Cole McKinney, who is a wrestler from Division One Universities. Um, David Bostian, who's a folk style wrestler. Folk style? No fucking clue what that means. All right, well, but he's been a folk-style wrestler for 16 years while simultaneously training as a powerlifter. Folk-style wrestling. Oh, it's collegiate wrestling. Oh, folk-style? Folk okay, whatever. Guess so. Um, then, of course, we got Roxy. Um, we've got Namdi Aguayo, um, who is six foot three. Fuck oh. me. And he was a defensive lineman for Washington State University. And there's Edwin Grande, who was an offensive lineman for University of Idaho. And Amelia Herr, who is a criminal justice major. I saw that. I was like, what? <laughs> um, she's also got two years of Taekwondo training under her belt. Um, mm -hmm. And she competed on the Indies as Notorious Mimi. Yeah, we, um, we know of her. Yeah. Which, I'm sorry, the way that they sell her makes her sound like she's just some girl that they pulled out of a Taekwondo school. Yeah. Because you've got Taekwondo experience, don't you? I've got more than two years. I've got more than her. Yeah. I, could go, I could go to the fucking, I could go to the fucking performance center right now. Like, we've definitely, and we've seen her, so, like, I know that she's got history, yeah. but they don't reference that at all. So it's just like, fuck is this girl? It's like, it's like an afterthought. Yeah. Um... Anyways, so those are the new recruits. God bless them. You know, fucking have fun, guys. Hopefully, hopefully they make some good cash. Yeah. Um. um also. Oh. No, no, no. I I thought you were done. I've got two more, and they're quick. Mm -hmm. Um, Brock and Ronda are being advertised for Money in the Bank, which suggests that they are going to be around past fucking WrestleMania. I I would. Honestly, at least with Brock, I would hope. Because it would be, it would feel like kind of a waste if he just came for WrestleMania and that was it. 
Yeah. Rhonda, I mean, she hasn't been putting in much work, so. Oh my fucking god. Okay, so my last piece of news mm -hmm. is that the WrestleMania 38 pre-show length has been revealed. Oh, has it? Wait, pre-show length? Length. Oh, length. How long is it? Length. Let me, uh, let me give you the direct quote from WrestleTalk. According to the WWE YouTube banner, mm -hmm. the plan is for both nights of WrestleMania 38, both nights, to have a two-hour pre-show. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Personally, I'm fine with it. I want my whole days to be about this. I don't. <laughs> oh my god, that's the way they say it is like that's like watching an entire SmackDown before the show starts, but with less wrestling. Yeah. Which... I mean, if it's like if it's like if it is almost all wrestling, it's like because it's probably gonna be the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Um, even though last year we had that on SmackDown. Um. There'll probably be some good matches in there. Finn Balor might be on there defending the title. Um, you look upset. What happened? Do you mind, like, riffing for five seconds? Sure. I don't have a drink. I'm thirsty. I got it. Okay. Look how much water I have left. Well, you know what? You're coming in here and, and grabbing my water bottle so you can fill that up, too. <laughs> One of us has to stay on camera. What do I have though? Do I have um, lemonade or cranberry juice? Lemonade. You're right. You crazy. Am I kidding? You have a choice. All right. All right. I'm coming in. Um. But as I was saying, uh, WrestleMania. Personally, I'm excited for a little bit longer pre-show. That's a nice guy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. A little new graphic up here. Um, I don't know. I always just think of WrestleMania is always an event, so having it like whether or not the actual event is longer, the whole day will probably be dedicated to it anyway. So it'll be like a party, it'll be a nice party. Have people over, open, uh, order some snacks, it'll be great. Have some drinks, we'll be, which we'll be doing a pre, uh, a post show for WrestleMania. Both days, um, similar to what we did last year. Um, but speaking of WrestleMania, if you're just tuning in, this Sunday, our, we'll be having our WWE 2K20 WrestleMania, which is a battle of the brands type thing. We will be button heads, having our last pay-per-view in 2K20, before switching over to 2K22. Um... And yeah, hope everyone's having a good night. Um, <laughs> I don't like riffing. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, how's everyone doing? It's Liz is throwing things now. I'm sure. I think you all heard that. Um. Yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed Impact today. Hope everyone enjoyed Dynamite last night. And, 
and let me insert some more filler words so that Liz can get to her desk sooner. Thank you. All right, so is there any more news? No more news. Okay. The news is that I successfully procured lemonade. Is it just lemonade? Okay. That was weird that you put it in your in your cocktail glass. Yeah, I've been doing that more often. Why? Um, because it's insulated. Oh, okay, okay. I um I was gonna I was wondering if you were gonna question it because when I was working out the other day at like ten AM I had this but I think it had like cranberry juice in it. And you mm. came in and I was like This probably looks bad. I mean I just always assume you're like down bad. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Alright, so let's get into our let's get into tonight's recap. Uh, don't forget to sign. <laughs> Just lounging on your phone as if we're not doing fucking podcast. Well, yeah, no, I was, I was acting insulted by you. Ah. Uh. Yeah. All right, so we started off Impact with uh, with a big match: Chris Bay and Jay White versus Motor City Machine Guns. Yes, we did. Um, my notes disappeared. Alright. So, what a fucking match. I loved this match. This match was like... This match was everything to me, actually. I thought it was good. Oh my god, I thought this was like the best match of the night. I had so much fun. Hmm. <laughs> so, okay. We start off with Shelly... Shelly goes in for a handshake. Jay goes in for a too sweet because Jay's being a cocky little shit. And Shelly just slaps the piss out of Jay. <laughs> Backs him into the corner. Jay ends up turning it around, does the exact same thing. We get a drop kick to Jay. Shelly kicks him from the ring. Um, a drop kick from Saban to Jay. Um, Jay then gets in because Jay spends a really long time saying, I'm not getting back in the ring as long as Saban's there. Um... Jay hits a wild drop kick to save and like does look cute little like mm -hmm. it's like huh oh, huh oh, oh. um Saban then holds on to Bay so Shelly can kick him. Um he takes Jay off the apron, hit we get like a tag team glancing knee to Bay from Shelly and Saban. Um and then Shelly gets the pump handle on Bay. Saban gets back in, wrenching that arm. Shelly gets back in, it's just frequent tags. Um and Shelly does just what every tag team wrestler loves to do, which is he gets Chris Bay, like, underneath him and, like, holds out his arm, like, oh, tag me, Jay. And I was like, very funny, very cute. Um, Jay then accidentally distracts the ref, who was very distractible today. Um, so Saban kicks Bay. We get a team at Seguri 2 Bay, and then abdominal stretch on Jay. Um, as he goes to, because he tries to save Chris Bay, who's also in an abdominal stretch. Um, and Jay gets thrown down into it from Shelly. Um, saving the baseball slides into Jay. Jay and Bay are just getting fucking nasty. Like, they're, they're getting beat up. Um, 
Jay then takes Saban off the corner post, um, avoiding a doomsday dropkick to Bay. Bay then holds on to Shelly and Saban as Bay cannonballs down onto them. Back in the ring, Jay gets Shelly, starts gouging his eyes, hits him with the snap suplex, and then gives him a little kiss, as you do. Um, Bay gets in, he chokes Shelly. Jay pulls his hair while the ref isn't looking. Um, we get a DDT Bay into the turnbuckle, though. Um, then we end up with Saban and Jay. Jay can't mount any offense. He gets hit with a back body drop and then a drop kick to an airbound Bay. Um, Jay is then put upside down in the corner. We get a sliding drop kick to him from an illegal Shelly. Um, and then Shelly suplexes Bay into Jay and then Saban drop kicks Jay. So we get a DDT to Jay um, and a snap suplex to Saban in the corner. Bay gets back in. Um, he hits a crossbody from Bay to Saban and then a spin out into a neckbreaker. Thank you, Tom Hannafan, for saying what that was because I didn't fucking know. Um, to Saban. And then we all get dragon screws um, until Bay gets a forearm off to Saban. And Shelly ends up DDTing both of Beyblade after Saban kicks them. Um, and then Saban hits the skull and bones to Bay, but. Jay comes in and breaks it up at the last possible second, but the rest still counts it as three, so it's kind of a... Who knows? Who really won there? And that's why we're running it back. Yeah. Um, we run back next week, a.k.a. tomorrow when we go see them live. Um, also, you want to know a fun little fact? I love a fun little fact. Uh, you know Tekla from Stardom? She was invited to the Austrian embassy today, uh, where she was told how proud they are of her as a representative of Austria by the ambassador extraordinary and plenipotentiary. That's adorable. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, good for her. She's she's killing it this year. Absolutely yeah. killing it. Um. All right, so... Then, right after that, we had Steve Macklin versus Rhino. And I'll be honest, I didn't pay very much attention to this match. I thought it was pretty good. Um, it was two, uh, two beefy guys smacking meat. Slapping meat. Um, there's a boot to the knee of Rhino to start. This is about when I zoned out. Um, once I zoned back in... We got some elbow drops to the ribs of Rhino and a knee drop. Um, Macklin got a chin lock on Rhino, and then um, Rhino ended up getting a big boot to the face of Macklin. He went for the flying headbutt, but Rhino... Um, sorry. Macklin went for the flying headbutt off the top uh, turnbuckle, but Rhino avoids, so Macklin kind of just goes headfirst into the mat. Um, and then Rhino starts getting amped up. He's ready to fucking, like, gore Macklin at this point. Ends up getting a shoulder to the midsection off onto Macklin and then a belly to back to Rhino, which was fucking incredible, honestly. Like, say what you will about Steve Macklin. That was fucking wild. Yeah. Um, and then Macklin pushes his luck. He wants a snap suplex to Rhino, but Rhino is, makes himself stiff, um, ends up countering, suplexing Macklin. However, he's not fast enough to avoid the spear from Macklin to himself, and he loses the match. Yes. Uh, we got first-time chat from Bacon Eggs for Life. Hell yeah. 
Yes, uh, have we heard what happened to Scott Hall? Yes, we reported on it the other day. Uh, yesterday. Yeah. Very sad. Yes, very, very tragic. Um, so then we had a promo with Caleb and the Inspiration. Um, so Inspiration walks in and they're like, at Sacrifice, we know you're trying to help Inspiration. Uh, we're not trying to berate you at the moment like this. Uh, we forgive you. But we hope you'll make the right decision next time. Um, then we get a promo from Rhino. Uh, he's all down in the dumps. But Heath walks in. And uh, he says, what, hap- what happened? Me and you have been trying to do this for the longest time without each other. We made a promise to become tag team champions. We are better together. I think we need to put the band back together. Rhino says, we go after those tag team titles. Fulfill the promise we made to each other. It's Heath and Rhino. Together, we're better. They need a name. You know what their name should be? We got kids. <laughs> um, so then we had Larry D versus Bupinder Gujar. Is it Gujar or Gujar? Because the announcer says Gujar. I've heard it as Gujar. Okay. Um, yeah, um, this was a match. It was longer than it had any right to be, honestly. Yeah. No offense to Boopinder, but Boopinder probably should have just squashed Larry D. More like no offense to Larry D. Um, we get a drop elbow to Larry, and then Raj comes out, um, distracting Boopinder. Um, and Larry clubs Boopinder off of that distraction. Some cross faces to Bupinder and then a cover right into a choke on Gujar. Um, however, Gujar gets a clothesline off to Larry that like hardly phases him. Um, Larry turns around, hits Bupinder with a discus lariat, starts clawing his eyes, and then hits him with a couple clubbing blows. We get a sling blade to Larry and then a backbreaker and a ripcord, and he just all you know, one after the other. Um, before lifting Larry D, we're lifting this entire man. Mm-hmm. And hitting him with a Simone drop. Um, Larry then stomps Bupinder, nearly pins him. But Bupinder goes up top. Larry meets him. Bupinder drops him off and then hits him with the slingshot spear to win. Yeah, yeah. Um, can I be honest here? Yeah. I think Bupinder's got to be a little meaner. Or at least look meaner. He's got too much of a baby face. I know he's a baby face. But he's got too much of a baby's face. He's like, like, you know how Finn Bauer makes up for it by like, because Finn's got a very baby face. Makes up for it. You want Bupinder to be more of a tweener. Yeah, yeah. Tweeners are more fun. I can't disagree. I hate baby faces, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we love uh, Drew McIntyre, Finn Bauer. Um, Also, speaking of heels and baby faces. And, and tweeners. Um, somebody compiled a, a list of all like the faces and heels on Raw. There's only two singles faces in the whole men's division. Really? Yeah. Can you guess who? Um. Who the fuck is on Raw? 
Um. Yeah, I know. Singles. So no tag teams. AJ? Yeah, that's one. No idea. Oh. Well, the other one's Finn. Oh. <laughs> oh, Finn's on Raw. Yeah. But he was on SmackDown. God damn it. As he holds the U.S. title. <laughs> Even WWE knows nobody. Everyone forgets about that belt. Even though it's probably their prettiest belt. Finn? Yeah. Um. But yeah, they only have two baby faces. That's that's wow. fucking ridiculous. Because they lost their biggest babyface, Drew McIntyre. And you have Omos squashing heels for some reason as a heel. They, they got, they got I don't a heel get the point. Huh? Yeah. I, I just don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and with Omos, it's a. Uh, It's weird because I don't know, like, if they even have a plan for him. I don't. I don't think so. I really don't because the dude hasn't even taken a single bump, and he's been in WWE what, like a, a year, like a whole ass year. He, not a single bump. The man has not laid horizontal. <laughs> he really he's hasn't. Make him lay horizontal. Um. Like, AJ honestly should have beat him. I feel like that would have, uh, you know. That would have been cool. I would love to see, like, a crack in the armor on Omos. Yeah, yeah. Um, alright, so back to the episode. We had a promo with Mike Bailey and Ace Austin. Ace says, last week I qualified for the X Division title match. Uh, if you qualify... When you qualify, it's not going to bother me one bit. You've taken my advice and you're thriving. Rebellion is huge. It's where I got my first pay-per-view win. It would, be, it would bring me great pride. Um, Speedball says, I think it'll be great. We'll have each other's backs. And uh, Ace says, and I'll become three-time X Division champion. Speedball says, one of us will become X Division champion. And this promo is exactly how you do the heel-face dynamic well. Because Ace is a great heel in that he's, like, he's manipulative, but, you know, he's, he's not completely antisocial. It's not being cliche, and Speedball being a babyface is nice to even the, even the heels. Because a, a nice person will be nice to anyone. And it seems like, like they are developing a kind of connection. Yeah, I have. Speedball booped Ace, and I was like, <laughs> you know, I haven't like felt anything for the guy because like he looks like straight he belongs out of, in an '80s movie, yeah, Karate Kid. Yeah, but at the same time, he did that today, and I was like, wait a second, I get it, I get it now. <laughs> He's adorable. The, the, the thing with Speedball is he give, gives off huge protagonist energy. Like, he is the protagonist. You put him in, in the main event of Impact, 
he's he's impact's main character you know yeah he's like not he doesn't talk very much he's uh kind of like he's a baby face he's kind of basic looking but has some distinguishing features you know mm-hmm. he's he's a main character um which is a good thing all right so then we get a promo with honor no more Vincent gets up with the camera and says, when there's one of us, there's all of us. Kenny King says, we, we have made some changes to the group since you've been gone, Josh. When you're in the house, you better learn to sleep with one, one eye open. Taven says, you clearly roll with some kind of code of honor. I'm going to teach you to follow it tonight because I'm Matt Taven. I'm Matt Taven. <laughs> what if everyone in Honor No More said that? Like, I'm Vincent. <laughs> I would fucking lose it. I'm Maria Canellis. <laughs> I'm PCO. <laughs> uh, so Alicia then walks in and says, "If you're, if you think you're gonna beat Josh, you have another thing coming." Uh, and then, Honor no, somebody in Honor No More says to Eddie to control your girl, and then Alicia's just like, "Fucking excuse me." <laughs> um, he said, "Control your girl, bro." And I, had it been me, like God bless her, had it been me, I would have swung mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Alicia doesn't stand for shit like that. Uh, she says. He fights for something. He doesn't destroy anything. He brought the title back home at Bound for Glory. And Eddie says, you made your choice. You choose Impact. And Alicia says, I'm not playing these games. You are my husband and you're going down the wrong road. Eddie says, has it occurred to you? Impact is going down the wrong wrong path. Are we going to get Alicia versus Eddie at Rebellion? <laughs> I honestly... I wouldn't say no to that. It'd be pretty fun. It'd be pretty fun. Um, I feel like we have we have to have Josh versus Eddie before Rebellion. That has to happen, right? Or maybe, yeah. maybe Moose, Eddie, and Josh at Rebellion. Triple threat. Mm, I don't want that. Either Moose or Eddie can stay protected. I don't know. I don't want that. <laughs> um, I, I would like it if they did like a like a like a death match. Cause that could be sick. Okay, maybe I want that. <laughs> um, Impact does really good death matches. Uh, so then we get Giselle Shaw versus Lady Frost versus Deanna Perrazzo in the Champ Champ Challenge. I thought this was really fun. I had some spots that weren't very great, but it was it was fun overall. Mainly watching Deanna. Yeah. She kills yeah. it in triple threats. Um. Yeah. So Deanna starts this match by just lounging. She just goes up top and just lounges for a little bit. Um, Frost takes down Shaw, and then Deanna takes down Frost, and then Shaw takes down Deanna. And then we've got Deanna versus Shaw for a little while while Frost catches her breath. Um, 
We get a heel hook on Shaw, but Shaw fights out. Um, and then a flying head scissors from Shaw to Perrazzo. Um, Frost gets in. She hits a crossbody to Shaw. We get a drop kick to the back of Deanna from Frost. And then Shaw avoids Deanna sending her shoulder first in the post. Kind of taking her out of the equation. Um, then a stiff elbow is sent to Frost from Shaw. And then, like, sort of countered semi-Spanish fly to Frost from Shaw that looked really bad. That, like, like looked really bad. Yeah. Um, Deanna gets back in. She gets the Fujiwara onto Shaw, but Frost gets the leg bar on Deanna, and Shaw gets the ropes, and somehow that just means everybody breaks the hold. Uh, then uh, Shaw hits the belly-to-back underhook suplex to Frost, and Eventually, we are treated to the site of a three-woman belly-to-back suplex with Frost in the middle, Deanna up front, and uh, Shaw in the back. Um, that was a cool spot. It's an interesting spot. Um, Frost then goes up top with Deanna, and a superplex um, is sent over to her. Um, then we get a kick to Shaw from Frost that just drops Shaw. Um, eventually, we get a nasty blockbuster to Shaw by Frost, but Frost gets dumped in the Queen's Gambit. I Perazzo or Perazzo to win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which makes me think who the fuck is going to beat her for that Ring of Honor title? <laughs> who? I don't know. It's clear who's well, going to beat her for the Reina de Reina's title. That's obvious. Right. Not Ring of there Honor. There was apparently, like, she hasn't talked to Tony Khan either. Like, hmm. there's not been any communication on that front. Interesting. I hope, is... I hope she doesn't relinquish it. That would suck. Um, that would suck. I would love, I would love for her to, to remain champion and be on Ring of Honor, but I don't know how, you know, how that would work with uh, TV deals. Because I still want her on Impact. Um. All right. So. Then, after that, we get an interview with Josh Alexander. He says, I sat at home for weeks, and it is time I get back in the ring and do what I do best. I'm going to make an example out of Matt Taven. Then I can look forward to Rebellion. The contract is signed, at least my half. I heard Scott is giving moose to the end of the night, so I'll keep some eyes on the back of my head. After Rebellion, his time is up. And then we get the Good Brothers with Scott Damore. Um, Scott says next week your tag tag team rematch with Violent by Design. Doc says no offense. Why did you call us uh, into your office? And Scott says a lot of tag teams have been throwing their names in a hat. We'll have them front row at your match. And Good Brothers are like, oh good, I need to learn a little something. And Scott's like, those teams aren't just going to be watching. They're going to be ringside because it's going to be a lumberjack match. And they're like, what's the point? Scott says, since you're going to win the titles back, obviously, then you need to be out there because at Rebellion will be putting those belts up in an eight-team eliminator match. And then uh, Gal is just like, we don't mind becoming eight-time champions on your dime. Real quick. Mm-hmm. Since we're on the topic of Bullet Club. Yeah. Kenta tweeted, A place with a stick-shaped object 
That is the place I choose. And tagged it hashtag bullet club, hashtag GOD, hashtag house of torture. So I don't know if I missed something in the closing like comments today. But like when did House of Torture become its own fucking I mean, there's always been Bullet Club proper and then House of Torture. Right, but that's how, like, G.O.D. was. It was, like, Bullet Club and then, you know, their little sub-factions. I don't know. I, I think tagging House of Torture is more much simpler than tagging Bullet Club. Um, but... <laughs> What's his obsession been with stick-shaped objects lately? Ever since he got the what crutch. Do you mean? Ever since he got the crutch, he's been talking about sticks. Maybe that's it. He's like, I just want my crutch back. <laughs> he was he loved that um, crutch for some reason. <laughs> also, did you see um Tamatonga's tweet? No. It's petty. So this was um two days ago. Mm -hmm. Um because Penta posted like that betrayer or betrayed thing. Yeah. And Tamatonga said, you ain't with G.O.D., that's a fact. Go beg your daddy at Jay White, New Zealand, to keep you because you sure ain't with me. That disloyalty branded on your forehead sitting on the fence. And Kenta responded with this fucking picture of him taking a picture of um, G.O.D. after um, they won Tag League. I miss this man so much. Yeah, Kent is like the missing piece to all of this. And I, I hope he doesn't side with G.O.D. G.O.D. needs to remain their own thing with Giotto. Oh, yeah. Kenta... Well, I don't think Tamo wants him. Yeah. So even if he wanted to side with G.O.D., I think Tamo would be like, no. God, I want Kenta back so bad. Any idea how close he is to returning? I assume not until after uh, New Japan Cup. Yeah, I would imagine not until the next big thing. Yeah. What's after Jacob? Uh, Isn't that like Windy um, City can... Riot or a Lone Star Shooter? No, that's New Japan Strong. Yeah. Um, I can probably tell you if I look at their live schedule. Well, you do that. Um, oh, well, we have another match to talk about. But it. Oh, actually, I could talk about this because it's Jonah versus Zicky Dice. So the match ends with a tsunami that's it uh pco then comes out in a stretcher he's being literally stretchered out but he undertakers himself stretchered in yeah stretchered stretchered onto the ramp um and he does the undertaker sit up gets up from the stretcher and and takes off his neck brace and just starts brawling with jonah um so that's probably going to be uh rebellion match or something um or maybe a match next week i feel like that'd be a good match to add to the south philly showdown card um so then we get an interview with mickey james and chelsea green mickey says tasha's crossed the line and clearly someone has to give her an ass whooping because apparently at a concert mickey james was at Tasha steals and like a hood attacked her on stage. Fucking bonkers. Imagine just being at a concert and that happens. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> think it's real. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> Although yeah, I feel like you gotta be careful with that because like Although they probably announced her as like Mickey James, former knockout women's champion or knockouts world champion. Like for... oh, let's hope Tasha Skills doesn't come in. <laughs> uh, I just hmm. I was like, I feel like that's one of those things where it's like if you do that in public, you have to be careful because like somebody could like take it seriously and be like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, look at Twitter. Also, in that, in that clip, they show Mickey James getting beaten up, and the drummer's still drumming. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> How is that your response? It's like that clip of like the two dudes fighting in like a high school hallway, and there's just a dude break dancing. <laughs> that was exactly it. <laughs> oh god. Uh, so then Chelsea Green says. Remember, you with no rules also means Tasha with no rules. I think you should have me in your corner. I get it, you're a fighter. You are friggin' Mickey James. Please, every once in a while, everyone needs help. Mickey says, you were injured. I was so concerned about you. It's not worth it. I would not forgive you if you further injured it. I want to fight you in the future because you're right. I am Mickey James and I'm going to be the new knockouts champion. Um... So can we can we just agree that Savannah Evans is gonna help next week and uh beat and, and help Tasha beat Mickey to further Yeah. Because it's a street fight. Savannah can help. Yeah. I think you know what you know what I think is gonna happen? Hmm. I think because it's a street fight, Chelsea's gonna come out and beat up Mickey. I th- I think that'll happen after. After the match. I think it'll happen during. I see it happen during and, like, Chelsea being like, you didn't want my fucking help so that you could win. I'm going to make sure that you fucking lose. Mm. Well, Impact hasn't really shied away from overbooked matches. Um, so then we get Masha Slamovich versus Ari Alexander. Which they're just calling Ari. You missed a match. Did I? Didn't you? No, you didn't. No. You didn't. Sorry. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so Ari tries to shake Masha's hand. She gets dumped on her spine. Um, then Ari gets a few forearms um, on her, but ends up getting hit with like a heel to the neck and then hit with a snowplow to win. Yeah, yeah. That first, uh, was it Snapdragon Suplex? I think that was it. The side, the side Suplex or whatever. I don't know the name of it. The first suplex that Masha did on Ari, that looked like it sucked. She fell it around. It wasn't. I don't think it was a Snapdragon. I don't know what it was. It was like one hand up, one hand down, that kind of thing. Um. One hand up, hand down. Yeah. One one on her head. I don't fucking know. Um, so then we had a an interview with Zicky Dice. This interview was great. Um, he says, I lost a whole lot of clams out there. I lost my pride. I've got a lot going for me. The look, the body, charisma. I can connect with the audience. But there's one hole in my game. Maybe I just suck at wrestling. Brian Myers tried to help me, but he cut me. There has to be some kind of dojo, factory, or perception center. This is so great. 
<laughs> Fucking LA Dojo Nightmare Factory Performance Center. It was so good. Zicky Dice is wonderful. Really like Zicky. And then right after that, we get Johnny Swinger <laughs> promoing Swinger's Dungeon. He says, attention aspiring wrestlers, it's time to pack your bags and come to a place where dreams come true. Swinger's Dungeon. I'm passing on my decades of knowledge to the next generation of ham and eggers. And then Lance Storm drives in and says that he doesn't endorse Swinger's Dungeon. <laughs> and uh, Swinger says, I don't need, even need this promo. I've just had Mizarks show up. And then he says, um, mixed tag teams love this place. And then there's a Meet Davidson and Bunny walking, holding yeah. hands, clearly about to go bang. And then uh, a dude in a gimp suit walks through and he's like, oh, these demolition Mizarks love this. God, this fucking Johnny Swinger is so good. I'm glad we're getting a replacement for Swinger's Palace. This is even better. Because I have Zicky Dice, too. Yeah, clearly. Alright, so then we get the main event. Matt Taven versus Josh Alexander. Yes, we do. Um, not my favorite match, but, you know, say love you. So... We start with a headlock on Josh, but Josh breaks free. Hits Taven with a shoulder tackle. Um, we get an elbow to the knee of Taven. And then Taven avoids Josh by fucking doing the funnel thing where like they push off the corner and like they go up and over the person and then like they land behind him. Except Matt Taven goes fucking so far up in the air for what reason? I don't know. Because it's I don't know who he thought he was fighting. He's Matt Taven. <laughs> okay. Oh god. Um, he then drop kicks Josh. We get a shoulder to the midsection of Taven from Josh. Josh goes up top, gets pulled down, and, like, by, like, his wrist, I think. Because um, then he's, like, clutching his arm. Um, same vibe. Uh, he gets pulled down by Matt Taven and then drop kicked into the barricades. Um, we get an arm breaker on Josh right into his shoulder submission. Josh, however, German suplexes Taven, hits him with another one, wants the third, can't get the third, uh, because Taven avoids it, hits Josh with a twisting neck breaker. Haven wants the moonsault off the rope, off the ropes, but Josh gets his knees up in time. He had a sideways back body drop to Taven, and by that I mean like he was it was a back body drop that was kind of over the shoulder to like the side. I don't know. Um, and a huge boot to Taven. Josh hits him with the bridging Northern Lights suplex uh, and a rolling forearm. Let me get an insecurity to Josh and a a purple thunder bomb. Hate it, hate it, but love it. Love yeah. it and hate it. Yeah, that was a... Um, then we get a German suplex to Taven and a second one and a third one. Um, Taven hits a knee to Josh. We start, we start exchanging blows. There's a crossbody to the back of Taven off the apron. And then an ankle lock on Taven who reaches the ropes. However, Taven goes up top. Um, Josh meets him up there, hits him with a superplex, and then a C4 spike to win the match. Yes. Um, I thought it was very fun. I thought that 
that uh, transition to the C4 spike was really cool. Um, and I, I thought this was just a really good example of just two wrestlers not... Like, having a, a match that's not very choreographed. But, like... Like, it doesn't feel like, like how a WWE match feels, like, polished and cho extra choreographed. This felt like... Like, two guys wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's why I loved it so much. I get that. Um, alright, so then we had... Right after... The, oh! Real quick, before I get into that. Uh, you want to know f another fun fact? Sure, I love fun fact. Nyla Rose actually tweeted uh, today, or yesterday, saying... Oh, I think the fun fact, I know what it is. That Thunder Rose is the first uh, Mexican-born women's champion ever in a major American company. Which is sort of a fun fact and sort of a, hmm. Well, there's been, fact. like, there's been uh, Latina champions or Mexican champions that haven't been Mexican born, like Bailey, for example. Uh, you're still there? Uh oh. Damn, we were doing so well without any freezes. Hmm. Just completely disconnected. What a shame. Well, I guess that, sh that news shocked her so bad that she had to disconnect. Unless she's just really good at sticking this face right... Oh, no. Did that news shock you that bad? That you had to leave? Wow. Oh, she's frozen again. Oh. Heard her. I heard you. You're coming back to life slowly. I don't know what's going on with your laptop, but... It's not my laptop, it's the Wi-Fi. Is it? Yeah. Um, well, I don't know what's going on with the Wi-Fi, but... Oh, it looks like it's better now. Yeah. Um, but yeah. There's been, there's been Mexican-Americans that have been championed, but just not Mexican-born. Alright. Uh, so then we had... Uh, Moose driving in with the contract in hand. I thought he was arriving at, you know, at Impact at, at the arena. Um, but no, he arrives at a house. And little did I know that Josh Alexander and his wife have a very nice house. That shit is very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what do they have, like, four garage doors? Three or four garage four doors? Three. It's insane. Um, so he, he knocks on the door very politely. Moose was being very polite. Uh, he says to, uh, Jade, I need to hand this to the Anthem office, but since you're so close, I'm dropping this off here. Um, then Josh's son runs in and clutches, uh, Jade's leg. Um, and, uh, he's like, Moose is like, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not here for anything. Just tell your dad Moose says hi. God. This is terrifying. Josh is gonna kill him. <laughs> Moose is so fucking good. <laughs> Alright. So that's our recap. Liz. You wanna talk about the best of the night? 
Yeah, sure. All right. Promo of the night. I think there's no competition. Well, it's tough. Now that I think about it, it's kind of tough. Okay. I'm gonna give, oh, okay. Maybe I understand why. I'm giving you two choices. You probably know both the choices. Swinger's Dungeon or Moose Home Invasion. I'm going to say Swinger's Dungeon only because the, I feel like we've seen the Home Invasion angle. We have. We've, we've seen it better. Yeah, a little more unhinged. Yeah. Moose was like a different kind of unhinged, but this was like a little too low-key and a little too quick. I think we needed like a little more like time. Yeah, I mean, I th I thought it was really good for what it was, and it really fit his character. Like, this, and then Seth doing it, both fit the characters well. But they're just, they're just different. But if you're comparing the two, Seth's, in my opinion, was better. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you with Swinger's Dungeon. It's so funny. I can't wait for more of that. All right, you want to talk about Wrestler of the Night? See. All right. Let's see. Let me give you three choices. Um, all right. Chris Bay, Alex Shelley, and Josh Alexander. Alex Shelley. Thank you. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, Alright, so let's talk about match of the night. As always, you go from the worst match to the best match of the night, and talk about which one is the match of the night. So, starting with the worst match of the night, with the 3 out of 10, Masha Slamovich versus Ari Alexander, same with Jonah versus Siki Dice, these are both squash matches, so they're not great. They're, they're whatever. Uh, next up, with a 4 out of 10, Rhino over Steve Macklin. That was a, a little bit fun. It was pretty good. Uh, decent. It's fine. Uh, would have loved, would, would love an extended match between these two. But I don't think we're going to get it. I just want to see Macklin wrestle more. Dude's so good. Um... Like, when he wrestled Trey Miguel, that was insane. That was an incredible match. Um, Alright, so next up, with a 5 out of 10, Larry D versus Bupinder Gujar. I think it was uh, longer than it had any right to be, but it was still pretty good. His, uh, Gujar's finisher is so good. But that is dangerous. Like you, you angle that wrong, you mess up your fucking, uh, your your, uh, momentum. That that's an injury waiting to happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, next up, I know this is your favorite match of the night, but for me, five out of ten, Motor City Machine Guns versus Bullet Club. I thought it was a good match. Um. The finish, I thought, I thought it was fine, I thought it was alright, um, but I feel like the real, the real match will be happening next week. 
That'll be the real good one. Oh yes, thank you, Miriam. Um, if you have a question for our question segment, please leave it in the chat now, and we'll get to it after the match of the night. Uh, ask us anything from wrestling, non-wrestling, about us, about about the show, about any kind of wrestling. We'll answer it. And if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment. And we'll get to it in the next one. If you're listening on Spotify, join us at the live show twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast. Oh, I got a, I should I should have made a banner for the Twitch. Forgot to do that. Let the banner go away. As soon as they talk about it, it goes away. It's so weird. It's like, oh, don't look at me. I'm shy. <laughs> what the fuck? Why'd it go away? <laughs> Right. Oh, there we go. It's back. Done. All right. Um, so next up, um, with a six out of ten, Diana Perazzo versus Giselle Shaw versus Lady Frost. I thought this was pretty fun. Had had some great spots like that uh, double suplex, double German suplex, that that fucked up Spanish fly in the middle. Could have been really good if they if they actually landed it. Um. But seeing Diana in a triple thread is always a lot of fun. Uh, the next up, or finally, my pick for match of the night, with a seven out of ten, Josh Alexander versus Matt Taven. As I already said, I thought this was a great match where it felt like these guys were just putting on a hell of a match, um, and and what kind of proved that to me was. Um, when Josh is about to run to like the turnbuckle and the Matt Taven quickly scoops him into a roll up and you could see like Josh really wasn't expecting it and like kind of rolled to his side and, and onto his back. Um, I thought that was just a, a indicator that this was like just two guys just going at it. I thought it was really fun. Now I want to hear your argument for Bullet Club versus Motor City Machine Guns. No, I, I really don't have much of an argument here. I, I just like the match more. It was more entertaining to me, and it got my attention more, which is usually what I base my enjoyment of matches on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You mean Matt Taven didn't hold your attention? Is it because he know. screamed, I'm Matt Taven, again? It's the Mickey Mouse gloves. <laughs> it's those. The butler gloves. <laughs> Make me look away. Aww. Um. I mean, I did enjoy that match. It also didn't help that I was sleepy. I had to get a cup of coffee after that match was over. I mean, that could have affected your viewing of it. Could have. Could have. You know what's weird? Hmm. You know what I'm realizing? We're gonna see the show tomorrow, and then we're gonna have to review the show on Thursday. Yeah. We'll be like, oh, this was different from when we saw it live. I wonder if there's gonna be stuff that that's like gonna be for two weeks from now. I, yeah, I'm wondering that too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, alright, well... Right, I'll go with you. I'll go with you on uh, 
Bullet Club versus Motor City Machine Guns. So I did. See, I feel like I wasn't fair in my rating of it, and probably my my sleep sleepiness had to do with not liking it as much. But this is this is your one compromise of the month. One compromise. I use it wisely. Yeah. All right. So to run it back, promo of the night, Swingers Dungeon, Wrestler of the Night. Alex Shelley, Match of the Night, Bolt Club versus Motor City Machine Guns. Alright. You want to answer some questions? Alright. Um, I actually didn't open up my laptop. Um, real quick, while I... This will take me two seconds. I hope. Let me ask you a question. How are you doing? I'm good. Okay. We got no questions on YouTube. So, Miriam asked the question. Where would you guys want to be trained? LA Dojo, Nightmare Factory, Performance Center, or Swingers Dungeon? Listen. Depends on the day. Not the LA Dojo. Really? Because I'm going to be fucked up by Shibata. I want to be fucked up by Shibata. Oh, God. I'm going to say not Nightmare Factory either. I don't want to be caught in the middle of whatever... Let's, we're talking kayfabe here. I don't want to be caught in the middle of whatever Nightmare Family and the Factory has going on. That shit's a civil war. They never settled it. It's still torn apart. True. A performance center. In kayfabe, you go to the Performance Center, you're on NXT, like, the next day. That's true. That is true. And, and, you're, you're on NXT, you're immediately, like, you're either a bartender, you're either wrestling Saray, or you're getting wins and level up. Unless you're, unless you're, uh, Malik Blade. Or Draco Anthony. And then you're just a simp. Yeah. Um, Swingers Dungeon, though. We don't know what the training is like. All we know is there's a lot of sex. True. A lot of sex that Swinger doesn't know about. True. So there has to be some sort of training. Something else has to be happening there if he doesn't know about the sex. Wait, wait, I'm just realizing that, that like caged off room that's where the swingers dungeon is but we saw somebody in a promo there who had a promo in that room in a caged off room yeah remember you said it was like some wine cage room or something there was a liquor cage liquor it was in front of it was behind speedball and uh that Ace. that was that same room where they did the whole thing they where they did the oh, was it yeah because they had the white white cage so, Speedball, or Ace Austin and Fulton were coming from down the hallway towards Swinger's Dungeon. So I think Ace Austin and Fulton were off banging. Okay. Somebody's gonna have to tell Gia, but okay. I mean, Gia could have been there. I don't know. 
Speedball is probably waiting to get in there. So I think he got good company boning in there. So that could be a good time, but you're not going to be training much. So what is your answer? Probably Performance Center. <laughs> I'm glad we got to this point. Um, yeah. Performance Center. I mean, uh, you, you go ahead, you go ahead. I was just going to say, I would absolutely choose the LA Dojo. Almost entirely because it's all men. And I love the idea of being like, ah, it's me. <laughs> I have estrogen. <laughs> With the power of estrogen on my side. <laughs> but, but you'll probably have to fight Tom Lawler. I also can wear cut off jeans, okay? <laughs> and they'll be high waisted, so he can figure that one out. Oh, wait. Does Bad Luck Fale lead the LA dojo? No, he leads the New Zealand dojo. New Zealand, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Who leads the LA dojo? Is it Shibata? Here, wait. Are you about to look it up? Yeah. NJPW Dojo Camp. It might be Rocky. Um, information. There is zero information in the information panel. <laughs> that is handy. Fees for like you come here and figure it out. The fee is four hundred dollars per person to train at the LA Dojo. For that alone, that is very expensive. Like per day, or it just says four hundred per person. Uh, okay. Well, there's an article that says Katsuyori Shibata to be head coach of New Japan Dojo in LA. Oh, and in that article is a picture of him shaking hands with Scorpio Sky. Hmm. Don't know why, but um, yeah, I, I still choose Performance Center. Because as we know, I can I can get in. Because I did Taekwondo. Right, you've got more than two years of Taekwondo experience. I got promo skills. See them on the UPF. I'm good. You come in armed with a flash drive of UPF videos. <laughs> Here's and a picture my resume. of you as a child doing Taekwondo. And then like William Regal comes out of nowhere and slaps me. I'm like, is this, is this AEW? And Sean's like, you're in! That's all it took! Uh, Alright. That's all the questions we have. Liz, would you like to close out the show? I'd love to. Um, if you tuned in tonight, thank you so much. And if you tuned in the future, thank you so much. Happy... I'm not wishing anybody a happy St. Patrick's Day. Um, wow. Better than that. I'm Irish. I'm allowed to do this. Um, happy, happy April Fool's Day. That's coming up. Um, and on April Fool's Day, I'm telling everybody right now, you come prepared with a happy birthday for Pepita, mm -hmm. the original April Fool. When's her? Or so help me God. When's her next? Oh, the next show after April Fool's is WrestleMania. It's we can celebrate day. the April Fool. Yeah. So April 2nd, we'll be celebrating Pepita's birthday. Yes, it'll be a special Pepita um, 
episode. Everyone drop Pepita emotes in the chat. Uh, a pepisode, if you will. A pepisode, yeah. Peps. Pepsi. Pepsi Coppola. <laughs> we're going to make a list of all the nicknames that we have for Pepita, and we're going to recite them on the podcast. Yeah. And then the punishment we'll be having for our predictions will be having Pepita claw your face off. It'll be holding Pepita for more than five seconds. Yeah. Miriam said, will the banner have just Pepita's face instead of the wrestlers? It'll be Pepita's face on all the wrestlers. Yeah, that's what we're hoping for, I think. <laughs> I think that's the best case scenario here. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So thank you all for watching. Follow and subscribe. Uh, join us on Sunday for our WWE 2K20 wrestlemania it's the conclusion to our season one of battle of the brands uh before we jump into 2k22 which that will be happening on tuesday but sunday come by and it'll be a whole big thing we'll make it a whole party um, we got we got 14 matches on the card that is a lot of matches um more than revolution so join us and follow us on twitter right up right up there pinfall podcast uh to to find out when our when that will start uh our youtube spotify and all that and, and all that jazz is the pinfall podcast i'm at the mark cameron liz is at eliza elaine two three and remember there's a new episode of the upf universal pokemon federation out now go to upfworld.com to check that out if you enjoy pokemon or competition or anything of the sorts um pokemon or competition yeah and you figure it out and or uh yeah have a great night everybody have a great weekend we'll see you on sunday and uh we'll we'll see ya if you're at 2300 arena have a good one